You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. For the 34th time, this is the Mandatory Samson Podcast. Hi everyone, my name is Chris Flannery and I'm joined by my great and good friend Andrew Genalosi. Hey guys. Uh... Welcome to the program, everybody. I'll tell you what, it's been a weird day. We're starting very late. We're going to run over. Everybody behind us is going to be furious with us. And if you're watching on Daily Motion, uh, you can see Joey's not here. Yeah. I, this is totally, uh, this is not a joke. We're not screwing no, around. No, 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 no. I got a call from Joey. I was at the studio. I got here, I guess, at like one o'clock. We had to record uh, We Know Nothing. Anya Marina, Phil Hanley, Sam Morrill. Great show. You guys should check it out. Yep. I was recording that. Uh, Plans recorded at a quarter to two or whatever. Joey calls me at like one forty, and he tells me he. I'm rushing around. I'm like, what, Joey? What the hell's going on? He calls from an unknown number. Yeah. He says his phone died or isn't working or something. He's on the bus. He's using a stranger's phone, and I'm like, okay. And he's like, I'm gonna be late. I'll be there around three o'clock. And I was like, fine. Then he put me on the phone with the, the stranger, and I was like, hi, sir. Like, I don't know why I'm talking to you, but. Put Joey back on. Thank you for letting him use the phone. So he did. Yeah. And then Joey's like, I was just saying, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, so great. I'll see you when you get here. It is now five o'clock and I, I have no idea what this kid is. I don't know what happened. No, I don't know either. And I'm like borderline. I'm having a weird day anyway. So my nerves are kind of heightened. But like not, but like I'm legitimately concerned, actually. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I never know whether to be concerned or not. I mean, he told me he was doing something. Maybe I should have paid slightly more attention, but I was rushing around. It sounds like he was going to be here at three, and I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know what where the fuck Joey is, honestly, and I, I'm hoping that he walks in while we're doing the show. Otherwise, I don't know. I don't know what happened to him, but, you know, hopefully he'll walk in. I had a whole opening planned here because we got an email from our friend Jessica from Tennessee. Right. But we can't play that. I'm not going to read that because Joey's not here. So, yeah, it's a little it's a little strange that he's not here, but we're going to go ahead with the show anyway because what are we going to do? we got to record it. Right. We have to. Um, I was going to say, I wrote down, we're going to go a little lighter today because I feel like we've been getting into a lot of, like, stats and, like, yeah. deep into topics. We are going to get into sort of as a wrap-up, not totally, but we're going to get into the NSA stuff because they passed the USA Freedom Act. Sure. So we're going to get into that. I have some quotes. I have some uh, poll data that we can look into. But then we have some other like media criticism stuff, some quick hits that I was hoping to have a conversation about, but me and you could talk about it because Joey's not here. Sure. Um, and then also, look. Oh, by the way, little Joe Harari producing. Uh, good to have you here. What up, guys? Thanks for having me again. Um, and we do have the soundboard. Love it. Uh, it's good to have you, Joe. Anyway, um, what the hell is I going to say? Oh yeah. So this whole, the big news story of the week is the Caitlyn Jenner thing. Bruce Jenner is now officially Caitlyn Jenner. Yes. And I, I was debating all week. I mean, I, I wasn't really debating all week. I was like, it's a thing that happened. A lot of people are covering it. I don't need to talk about it. We don't need to talk about it because it's getting covered. It's not really right. super important. I think it's cool for him or for her now. And I think it's good for the transgender community and people in that culture. I think it's good to see somebody maybe have a role model. Now, is that the right word? Because I was um, 
uh, I was not criticized, but corrected by Mr. Uh, Damian Lemon the other day from in the conversation. Right. Because I, th- I think I said tran. I, I said tranny, I believe. You said tranny. Tranny's like they've, it's, I think now, viewed derogative. It's a derogative term. But though. didn't, if, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't he say that RuPaul came out and was like, no, I'm like, I'm saying tranny. I said that. Like, yeah. RuPaul, yeah, yeah. I forget. I don't know why I saw RuPaul talking about it, but it's. It's equivalent to like the N word, I guess, for them, and it's also. But the, that's nonsense. But I will totally. But the reason why that, that, absurd, the reason why but, they don't like it because it is they don't like the word trannies because it's sexual. It's like a fetishized kind of thing. Oh, that's how okay. they okay. All right, well, that porn. actually kind of makes sense. All right, that makes sense. But anyway, but I think the proper term is transgender or trans. Okay, trans. Trans person, like so the Neil Young album. Sure. Yeah. He was going a little bit different way with it, but. Yeah, yes. all the way the other way. All the way. The really, other way. I mean, if you want to. Okay. Anyway, so but the point is. I was like, yeah, we're not going to cover it. But then you actually kind of changed my mind about it a little bit. And then I saw something. um, I saw an article. I forget who posted it, but it was about Jon Stewart did like a thing on The Daily Show, which I have a clip that I want to play because I figured we can talk about it a little bit. Sure. But you posted something. You posted a on Instagram. You posted um, a screenshot of an article that you read where you were like, yeah, but let's cover the, the Caitlyn Jenner thing over and over again. In despite the fact that this article that you put up was like a really cool, interesting story, why don't you tell everybody what that story is? We'll get into that a little bit, and then we can kind of contrast it to the Bruce, the Caitlyn Jenner thing as to whether. Let me just say this: you, sh- the Caitlyn Jenner thing, should be covered. Absol- I think, absolutely, I think it's important. Like I said, culturally and for that community, I think it's good that it's out there yes. and good for good for Caitlyn Jenner. Nice job. Yeah, yeah, great. All, all around great, but the the problem I had with it, and it, it's not even necessarily a problem. I just wanted a little more light shined on this other article. And, and as I mentioned to you before the show, um, people are starting to come around. And I, and I know I said like bite mine. I'm sure like celebrities aren't looking at my Instagram. I wouldn't be so sure about that very popular podcast, uh, the Mandatory Sam's Podcast. Very true. But anyway, um, the uh, rapper slash producer, Akon, um, started this thing. It's called the Solar Academy. And basically what he's aiming to do is to provide electricity to 600 million people in Africa who have gone without it for basically almost all their lives. That, that is an astonishing number, and that's what caught my attention when you posted it. 600 million. That's insane, right? Yes. It's like the Akon Lighting Initiative, basically. Akon but, Lighting Africa. Right. But there's a solar academy, like you mentioned, where he's going to try to teach entrepreneurs and engineers in Africa to like enable that, 600 million people to have electricity. That's the big thing. It's uh, located in Bamako. I might be pronouncing that wrong. Mali. Uh, And the Academy will help engineers and entrepreneurs develop skills that will enable them essentially to produce this solar power. Right. So, but experts will be on hand to assist them in the process and the transition and teaching them how to use all this. Yeah. So basically the goal is to teach people how to maintain solar powered electrical systems and, um, and, and the microgrids. Which is a very cool thing, right? And um, I guess they've been uh, they've been doing this in rural, other rural parts of Africa on on a smaller scale, but it has been working. Yeah, it's incredible. So it's um, for a continent who has three hundred and twenty days of sunlight per year. I mean, it's not a no brainer, but like good, no, but it is a no brainer. Good yeah. for you, man. Like of course, like, it's so nice to see 
um, not just uh, not just celebrities, because you know you see people like Leonardo DiCaprio, George Clooney. They give a lot of money to things, yeah. but Akon has always had strong ties to Africa and has always really like presented himself as an ambassador. Right. What well, that's what Akon stands for: African convict. You got it. And so um, he's really like, this is a really groundbreaking thing he's doing. Uh, totally, and, and dude. When I saw your post, I was like, this is stunning. You, I didn't hear about it until you posted yeah. it. It wasn't widely publicized. And to the point, that's why it got me thinking, because you posted that uh, with that caption about Caitlyn Jenner. Right. Like, Caitlyn Jenner should be covered, but not to the exclusion of other things that happen. This is a big deal that I feel like it's an interesting idea and it should be out there. And also, like I mentioned, we're going to get into it a little later. The Patriot Act, Act lapsed. There was huge um, uh, NSA reform for the first time in like 50 years. It's like it, that's a big deal. Absolutely. But the media gets to take a day or two or a week off because the Caitlyn Jenner thing is a thing that's happening. So fuck it. We're done with the rest of that shit. We can just cover this all week. Yeah. So that's where I wanted to come at this from. Then on top of that, I was just going to touch on that. Then sure. on top of that. John Stewart did a clip, which we're going to play in a minute. It's like a minute and a half where he's showing the media's response to the Caitlyn Jenner thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he makes a point, which we can just listen to. And then we can discuss that point because I think it's, I don't know. I I, I think he's reaching w- with the point he makes. Um, oh, damn it. I thought that was Joey. Walking in. So it's just too. another guy. God damn it. Joey, where are you? Joey, if you hear my voice right now. Come home, son. Come we home. miss you. I was just going to say, I'm so come worried. home, buddy. I am worried now. I'm what am so I going to do? I don't want to have to tell somebody Joey died. This is ridiculous. No, that's a little. If heavy, anybody but... out there on Daily Motion knows where Joey is, please get in touch with us. 1 201. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to give up my phone over that. Yeah. Mental. Yeah. Um, all right. So, anyway, so let's get it. Let's listen to this uh, part of the Jon Stewart uh, from The Daily Show, this, this point that he's making, and then we can kind of talk about it. Oh, Listen to this. Did you come across the stat when you're reading about the Akon thing? This is mind blowing. Seventy percent of Africans are 35 or younger. Yes, I did. See what that. the fuck are you talking about? That's in, that's incredible. Yeah, it is. I, I, and I I really don't know what to say about it. Like, yeah. Well, the what, what's your thought? Well, the thing that that jumped out at me was that's a lot of potential there to do a lot of great things over the next. 20 years because that's a very young energized group but it also i think speaks to people don't live long in africa well that's kind of where i went is you know that's like the 1700s here yes you know where like 40 was like your life expectancy absolutely and then it also explains why i think a lot of people obviously criticize africa and rightly in some cases that there isn't a government blah 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 we don't have to get into that whole thing but no if there's no older generation around to pass down information or their wisdom or their experience or whatever yeah that kind of explains away a lot of this stuff as well like uh, you know it's yeah it's sure it, it definitely does um not having that i mean just think about if the united states was like that basically oh absolutely like right. if we had no and a lot of them you know growing up without maybe one parent maybe without both parents there's a lot you miss, you know, like there's a, I feel like in in America and in a lot of other countries, we kind of disregard all the things we we learn and pick up on from our elders. No doubt. Because it's just a I mean? part of it. Right. But that's the and that's another criticism that people make of even like um, bad communities. Sure. Like, or, 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 you know, lower income communities. Sure. 
they criticize them. Oh, they don't. They they do the same things all the time. Blah blah. blah. Yeah, because the older generation a is not there. Might be in jail. Might be out working twenty four hours a day. Basically, like yeah, that's a big problem. And obviously, you're seeing that in Africa because there's a shitload of problems there. But yeah, good for Akon. I just thought that was a fascinating stat. Thirty, you know, seventy percent is thirty five or younger. It's absolutely. Um, all right, so let's listen to this Daily Show clip. You'll get the point that he's making. And it's also kind of fun to see him make fun of the media because it's ridiculous. Uh, but I don't necessarily agree with what John Stewart's saying, but I'll let you guys listen and we can uh, discuss it. So here's John Stewart talking about the media's coverage of Caitlyn Jenner this week. John? Because it's really heartening to see that everyone is willing to not only accept Caitlyn Jenner as a woman, but to waste no time in treating her like a woman. All I can say is, wow, so sexy. It hurts. I got a couple emails from some friends yesterday saying, I'm a little jealous. She looks better than I do. She looks like a movie star. She looks wow. like Rita Hayworth. So glamorous. She is stunning. She looks beautiful. Wow. She looks amazing. Look at that. That does, is a does hot she have- Yes, Caitlyn is hot. It's like, yes, yeah, sexy boobs. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the guy from TMZ. It's ridiculous. I mean, I was like, my brain was like, this is a great milestone for the transgender community, but my penis was all like, Teddy <laughs> You see, Caitlin, Caitlin, when you were a man, we could talk about your athleticism, your business acumen, but now you're a woman, and your looks are really the only thing we care about. <laughs> Which brings us to phase two of your transition, comparative ability. I didn't say it looks a lot like that chick from American Horror Story. Jessica Lang. Jessica Lang. Who's hot? Do you think Caitlyn is actually hotter than Chris? Okay, I have to ask the most important dog. question. Does she have a better body than Kim Kardashian? No. Look. No. no. All right. No. She no. D- come on. No, she does not. And that's not the point of this, but this is how I feel. When I hear somebody say something like that, I go, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. We want to give a woman a compliment here. We just need to make sure another woman gets taken down a peg in the process. <laughs> it's how we maintain the balance. Well, we're almost all the way there. Let's complete the transition. She looks good, and especially for her age. There you go! <laughs> wow! That's the caveat we were missing. Remind her she has an expiration date now. You came out at 65. You've got another two years before you become invisible to society. Better make the most of them. And you know what? Since it's a special day, why don't we throw in a little slut shaming with a dash of, eh, she's probably not that hot in person. What about the outfit? It's a white satin corset. Very Playboy Bunny-esque. It shows the, the amazing <laughs> effects that makeup can have, though. Okay, yeah, and I'm wondering how much of this is photoshopped? Yeah. How much of it is airbrushed? I mean, you take away the corset and the makeup, and I don't know if anyone wants to bang her. <laughs> So, Caitlyn Jenner, congratulations. Welcome to being a woman in America. Um, okay, so that, I mean, it's fu- obviously it's funny what he's saying. But yeah, sure. the, the reason why uh, it was attached to an article that I read where it was like, brilliant point, like this finally illustrates how women are treated. I think we do. I think it's fair. That's a fair criticism that women, especially as they get older, and we're talking like 35, people start thinking like in the media, especially. Yeah. Start thinking like, that's it. Their time is up and blah, blah, blah. Fair enough. Here's my problem with the whole thing. Caitlyn Jenner, because he makes the point like when he was Bruce, when she was Bruce, we could talk about the athleticism, the entrepreneurship and all this stuff. If this is actually Caitlyn Jenner's coming out party quote, like being on the cover of Vanity Fair, Mm -hmm. 
she has accomplished nothing because this is literally the first day of her public life. Sure. It's a picture. There. What else do you want people to talk about? It's a photo of her yeah. for the first time. Of course, people are going to talk about her appearance. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, that's not the same as if you put Jennifer Lawrence on a cover and it's like, oh, she won the Nobel Prize. And people are like, eh, her tits look a little weird in that. Like, yeah. that's not the same thing. You, right, you understand right, what I'm right. saying? Like, um, the other aspect of that that I wanted to get into is that the like he, he, he goes, you know, the media just keeps talking about it and keeps criticizing her body. And, you know, they keep going to all these different levels. The reason why that happens is because they're just abdicating their responsibility not covering anything else, which speaks to your point, which is how we started the whole thing. Yeah. After three days, what else are you going to talk? Like now they're talking about the dress. Is it Photoshopped and blah, blah. Yeah, of course, because there's only so much you can say about it. It's not a three day wall to wall coverage story, but that's how they treated it. There's other shit going on. Why don't you touch on some of that stuff? You know, you know what I mean? I do, man. Um, and to, and to your point, yeah, it is. All we have is one picture. Right. And well, and of course, everybody's going to say, well, it's Vanity Fair, it's Photoshopped, this and that. And, and sure, like none of us have seen her in person. Right. Who knows what she looks like? But I don't think that should be the focus. No. No, but it'd be. You know, I feel like it, it's getting away from from the fact that it's like, oh, this is a very brave thing to do because. It is. Yes, it is. It's a bold move. And I'll tell you what, I use Photoshop a lot. I work from Photoshop all the time. That's why I do graphic design. Yep. Doesn't look that Photoshop to me, honestly. No, 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 I mean, I know it's not the point, but it's still like... I mean, I'm sure the lighting was very kind. It's Annie Leibovitz. The makeup was done well. But but yeah, it's just... um, I I almost wonder, like, what what is she going to do now? Is she going to be back on the show? Is she going to be like, is this? Uh, I she don't has know. her own show. I know she does have her own show. She's going to have her own yeah. show. A, a Bravo show, I'm imagining. Bravo or E or whatever. I don't have a channel, yeah. Okay, so what's that? That's just going to follow her now, like day to day life as a woman? Yeah. Yeah. I think and, so, yeah. And what? And. Uh, I don't really know much about the Kardashians and their whole empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said his entrepreneurship. What does he own? Well, that's the thing. I don't even know what John Stewart's even referencing there. I'm just kind of like taking umbrage to the fact that it's like, well, what do you really want people like? It's di- people would be up in arms if you keep referring to Caitlyn as Bruce because she's not Bruce anymore. She's Caitlyn. That's what she's announcing with the cover of the thing. But yet we're supposed to pretend that Caitlyn won an Olympic gold medal. She didn't. No, that, she didn't. That was Bruce. That's yeah. a different person. So that's sort of that's sort of how I'm coming at it. I don't know if he has. I would imagine he has some investments and maybe has a business or something. Or they're Bro. referring to the Kardashians or you know that whole yeah. kind of thing. That, but but anyway, that's kind of like the aspect that I was. Did you see that she beat uh, Barack Obama to a million followers? Oh, in, really? in four hours. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, he did it in like five or six or something. That's and really like, funny. It, it was just funny to me. Like he's like, I, I don't know. That's just a very funny thing. The way this world works, and like, oh, of course. And and the, the other thing I I wanted to talk about, and I, and I'm not making light of the situation, but um, you know, the day it came out, which was what yesterday, two days ago. Yeah, two days. Two ago, days maybe. ago, probably. Um, and like, even like my older sister was guilty of doing this. She doesn't listen to the show, so that's fine. How um, dare she? Yeah. Well, she, 
anyway um <laughs> another like, another genelosi hates chris uh, yeah uh, no it has nothing to do with you believe me oh my god stop it all the way from connecticut there we go yeah so um but just there were all i all i could see on my instagram feed because I, I don't really check anything else i go on twitter i don't on facebook right um it's like all of these women being like, oh, my God, this is so groundbreaking and it's so brave. And sure, it's brave to an extent to be a public personality. And especially like I don't again, I don't watch the show, but I know he's been like looking weird. Yes. Throughout the past couple of years and, and kind of keeping this a secret. But I, I don't think it's like to me, the Akon story, and I don't want to go back to that. No, like, sorry. that's more of like a, oh, my God, like this. This is such a big thing. Oh, of like, course. like, I don't know. I just feel like the, this whole Kardashian thing that they have is so overblown that it's like, just remember at the end of the day, none of them really do shit. Like, like they, I know, like they have like Dash, which I think no, is their but, is but their I, clothing yeah. line. But this was all built off of Kim putting out a sex tape, basically, right. which is just mediocre. I mean, yeah, it, oh, absolutely. But all the nudie pics she's put out since then, she are, looks great. Look, I par. like what Kim's putting out there. It's fine. I, like, it's totally fine to pay attention to everything they do if you want to. But just don't forget to pay attention to the stuff that actually matters. Yeah. That's, that's the whole thing. And that's why this was kind of a good, why I wanted to get into it because it's a good conversation to have. Like, don't forget that even though, yes, Caitlyn Jenner did a cool thing, a brave thing that's probably going to help people, Edward Snowden did too. And Chelsea Manning did too. And, right. and Akon's doing something cool. And there's always something, Again, you don't want to say more important, but like things that are more relevant to the way the world is going to function as opposed to something like this or what Kim Kardashian's up to or yeah, know, stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's kind of the point we wanted to put out there. That's good. I'm glad we talked about that. I do want to say this. So we are going to get um, into the USA Freedom Act, which just passed. We're going to get into some of that. I have some quotes and things. And then at the end of the show... Um, I have some like media criticism stuff, like some clips that we're going to play. Okay. Uh, this chick, Essie Cup, who's a conservative commentator, writer, who's on CNN all the time, who occasionally makes a good point. I'm like, all right, that justifies me paying attention to her. But then a lot of the time she's saying stuff that I totally disagree with. And she does a segment on CNN called Essie's Outrage of the Week, ah. uh, which every week she manages to get outraged about something and she talks about it on a television for like three minutes. And we're going to listen to one uh, of those outrages and talk about it because I think it's kind of fun. That's oh. a real life, uh, you know what grinds my gears from Family Guy. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So right. But it's stupid. like just uh, it's just a faux outrage that she has. But yeah. we'll get into that later. And then if we have time, I don't know if we're going to. I'm not guaranteeing we will. The WikiLeaks thing that I told you before, yes. Andy. Yes, yes, uh, They're offering $100,000, and it's a cool video that we can play. It's like two minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, they're offering a $100,000 reward for anybody that can get um, the missing chapters of the TPP, which we've been talking about oh. every week. So that's really interesting. But before we do any of that, let's get into the USA Freedom Act stuff. And God willing, Joey will fucking uh, show up. No, he out. Yeah, I know he's out, yeah. but I wish he was here. Um, 
Oh, by the way, I'm such a dunce. I had a an Edward Snowden clip that I just like misplaced last week. We can play that in a minute. It's kind of a cool clip about okay, uh, which I just forgot to play last week. But anyway, okay, the USA Freedom Act. Three Patriot Act provisions expired at 12.01 a.m. June 1st, in large part due to Rand Paul's filibuster, which we talked about last week. He forced them into the recess, and then they couldn't do anything Holding about it. Holding them down. Uh, yeah, he really did a great job. So on Tuesday, June 2nd, the Senate passed the USA Freedom Act, which, interestingly, Rand Paul opposed, mm-hmm. but it passed in a 67-32 to 32 vote. Basically, the USA Freedom Act, which is what we've been talking about in conjunction with all the NSA, Snowden stuff, ends bulk collection of phone records by the NSA. Instead, it replaces it with a program requiring requiring government to make specific requests to telecoms. So it doesn't mean that shit isn't being collected mm-hmm. um, or that the government can get their hands on it if they want. It just means that there's an extra step between them and the telecoms. So... All right, fine. I mean, at least that's a modest reform, but at least there's some kind of reform there. Other reforms are there'll be more disclosure. I guess you'll have to know when they're tapping your phone or something. And then it also, man, this is what's interesting. It mandates a public advocate in the formerly non-adversarial FISA court. So basically, if the government wanted to wiretap you, they would go to the FISA court. No no record of this. There's no... um, person on the opposite side arguing against the government they go to the court they stand in front of the judge they go we need andy's records because you know he's doing something yeah and the judge just goes okay and he stamps it like that's not a real court no obviously it doesn't make any sense Uh, it's all done in secret but now at least there'll be a guy there being like yeah but andy probably isn't a terrorist you know like there'll be somebody at least defending that argument so they have to make a point yeah Yeah, okay that's Uh, good yeah, that is good. I mean, that's that's it's a, a step in the right direction, I guess, is d- what we could call d- a it. A baby step, and it's fucking absurd that that even exists to begin with, that there's a, a secret court where, like, why even bother? Just let them do it then. All The, like, w- the extra step of going there is just a waste of time because the judge has only, I think I've read, rejected, like, two yeah. that they've ever tried to get, which yeah. is absurd. Um, on top of all this, because people are, um, I have some quotes about it, but we can get into that in a little bit. There's a six-month grace period. Oh, I saw that, yeah. So they're going to continue <laughs> collecting the data for the next six months, even though they know it's illegal, it is not passed, yeah. and it's not part of this. They're going to keep collecting it because, God forbid, we're not collecting all this information until the telecoms are collecting it for them, and then they have to ask permission to see it. Great. Uh, this is from The Intercept. I have a couple little quotes from that, and then we can get into this. I, wanted, I do want to play the Snowden video because it's interesting. Uh, there is nothing to restrain the vast majority of the programs revealed by Edward Snowden. This is one aspect of the Patriot Act. There's like 70,000 other Mm -hmm. things that they're doing that Snowden revealed that they are still allowed to do. Uh, Section 702 of the FISA Amendments Act, which specifically targets foreigners, uh, but they assure us, and through Snowden we know, they are collecting American data because sure. we talk to people outside of the country or we email with them. That shit's getting picked up, and that is not being affected by this at all. Nope. That will still continue, and non-American surveillance is totally untouched. Like, oh, okay. We are definitely spying on everybody else. Oh, sure. Uh, great, great, great stuff. So here's what I'll do. Let me play the Snowden clip, then we can get into some of the quotes, and then we can kind of uh, talk about it because I do have some poll information about it that's frustrating. After all of this, after all this work and everything Snowden did, the poll data is 
just mind blowing. It really annoys me. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, so here's Edward Snowden. This is like less than a minute clip. I meant to play it last week, but it's still relevant. This is him talking about the problem with bulk collection, and I think it is a, obviously a great point. One of the unfortunate, uh, truly unfortunate uh, sort of amplifiers of the tragedy of narrowing our rights in this context of terrorism is the fact that we know these programs don't help mitigate terrorism. In the United States, we had pro, uh, programs appointed by the White House, two different independent panels with access to classified information. It looked at these programs and found that in not a single case had mass surveillance produced information that made a concrete difference in any terrorism investigation. Uh, we know in the Charlie Hebdo attacks, we know in the attacks in Australia, we know in the attacks in Canada, all of these individuals were known to government in advance of the attacks. It wasn't the fact that we weren't watching people enough. It was the fact that we were watching people so much that we did not understand what we had. The problem is that when you collect it all, when you monitor everyone, when you understand nothing, and that has to change. He's such a fucking brilliant guy. Everything that guy says is just, he so understands what he's talking about. Yeah, it's, and articulates it so well. Yeah. That's what frustrates me when people are, are hard on him or, or they're saying he's a traitor or whatever. Yeah. He did it for his own selfish reason. Like, he under he's a v- expert in the field. Okay, and his own selfish reasons. What to live in exile? Oh, fame! You know. Oh, fame. fame! Yeah, fame! Yeah, that's what he wants. Fame and to live in exile, and possibly, God forbid, should he get extradited, he'll probably be put on death row. Or whatever, he's going to jail forever. Or he's so, going to jail forever, right. and Treason God charges. Yes, it is, yes, and and God knows what they'll do to him in in prison. Right, but no, but he did. But in any event, great point he makes. If you're coll- like, it's obvious if you're not targeting who you're collecting from. Yeah, and I mean, obviously that brings up its own problems of racial profiling or sure, whatever it is. Sure. But like, obviously, it, it's going to be easier to find the needle in the haystack if the haystack isn't the size of the entire world's data. Yeah. Like that's pretty clear. Yeah. I have a couple of quotes, a few quotes actually that I think are, uh, relevant to the situation on the freedom act. And then some quotes about Snowden that are funny because again, all of this shit is happening because of what Edward Snowden did. Right. We can pretend that it's not. And uh, a couple of the quotes um, that I left out are guys being like, you know, Ron wide and being like, we were on this well before blah, blah, blah. Yeah, then how come nothing happened until right after Snowden had something to say about it? Right. Jamil Jaffer, uh, who's the ACLU deputy legal director on the passage of the USA Freedom Act, he says it is a milestone. This is the most important surveillance reform bill since 1978, and its passage is an indication that Americans are no longer willing to give the intelligence agencies a blank check, even though, like we just outlined, it's a modest reform, but it's still it's still good that it happened. It's a testament to the significance of the Snowden disclosures and also the hard work of many principled legislators legislators on both sides of the aisle. Still, no one should mistake this bill for comprehensive reform. The bill leaves many of the government's most intrusive and overboard surveillance powers untouched, and it makes only very modest adjustments to disclosure and transparency requirements. Fair enough. Ron Wyden, who's a Democrat from Oregon, says this is only the beginning. There's a lot more to do. We're going to have very vigorous debate about the flawed idea of the FBI director to require companies to build weaknesses into their products, which we did touch upon last week with the uh, the Google Play and all that stuff where they're putting the malicious implants in. Yeah. Um, we're going to try to close the backdoor search loophole. This is part of the FISA Act and is going to be increasingly important. 
And this is this is telling. This is why I included this quote, because Americans are going to have their emails swept up increasingly as global communication systems begin to merge. That's why I brought up the point before about we are spying at, untouched, uh, unbridled uh, as much as we want on foreigners and people outside the country. Yeah. Okay. Well, a lot of email hosting servers and things like that, even though we're here and we're using Google and we think that Google's centrally located, mm -hmm. it's not. They have servers all over the place. And if our email goes through those servers in Germany, that falls under the auspices of foreign communication. Right. So that's sort of the telling thing that he brought up there. And that's obviously a, an oversight and something that needs to be dealt with. But that's kind of what he's talking about there. Now, uh, this is just a quote from the other side. I want to get Mitch McConnell on it, and then I just want to read this uh, the quotes about Snowden because they're they're interesting. Mitch McConnell, uh, Rich McConnell, what a, what an asshole. Uh, he's a Senate Majority Leader, Republican from Kentucky. He says the USA Freedom Act is quote a resounding. This guy is such a, a turtle faced asshole. A resounding victory for those who currently plotted against our homeland. It does not enhance the privacy protections of American citizens, and it surely undermines American security by taking one more tool from our war fighters, in my view, at exactly the wrong time. Shut the fuck up. We just heard, here's the thing, we just heard from people, experts, saying, yeah, it's a good reform, it doesn't do much. This guy's saying that this is a victory for terrorists, Yeah, and, that, and then in the same breath says it doesn't help uh it doesn't enhance privacy protections at all so he's saying this thing is mostly symbolic but it's still horrible for america like what an ass that that shit drives me insane yeah it really does like it's like have a point of view right like pull your head out of your ass and like just and pop it out of your little turtle shell mcconnell exactly yeah like just i, I don't know it's almost like they don't listen to anything, and I and I guess we we're all victims of this. Sometimes we kind of only if we believe something so strongly, then we believe anything against it is bullshit. Right. But but come on, no. Like, but that's like in this situation, like the facts are are very clear. Absolutely. Like if you're walking like, around in Iowa, it's raining. There's a flood. You put plastic bread bag on your shoes. It's going to protect them. That's exactly. just a fact. Yeah. What McConnell's doing here is he's just sticking with the party line. Yep. He can't say that anything is what it actually is. I don't think he believes that. He knows what the fuck the deal is, but he can't. Say, he has to say that this is important. Yep. And now we took it away, and oh my god, the terrorists won. It's just a. It's a frustrating thing, and it's bullshit. Yes. Josh Ernst. Uh, this is. We're going to be wrapping up with the quotes in a second. Josh Ernst, who's the White House press secretary on Edward Snowden, and th these are irritating as shit to me again because this podcast forever and always considers Edward Snowden a hero, not a traitor. Josh Ernst says, the fact is that Mr. Snowden committed very serious crimes, and the U.S. government and the Department of Justice believes that he should face them. That's why we believe that Mr. Snowden should return to the United States where he will face due process and have the opportunity to make that case in a court of law. Yeah, and he's going to go to jail for the rest of his life, obviously. Yeah. What is it? Is it due, is pro there, due process. Is there any, obviously, any opportunity for him to get out of that? No. No, absolutely not. He says, the thing I would put out there is that there exist mechanisms for whistleblowers to raise concerns about sensitive national security programs. Release this. This is annoying. Releasing details of sensitive national security programs on the Internet for everyone, including our adversaries to see, is consistent with those protocol protocols, is inconsistent with those protocols that are established for protecting whistleblowers. Snowden didn't just dump the information on the Internet. He worked 
hand in hand in the same room. If you watch the documentary Citizen Four, he worked right with Laura Poitras, Glenn Greenwald, and another uh, journalist from The Guardian. He didn't just dump the information on the internet. He gave it to them, journalists, and told them, "You, it's at your discretion what you want to release." So. Give me a fucking break to, to say that Stone just threw the shit on the internet. Like, it's annoying that the official party line is Snowden's bad. He did a bad thing. He made a bad crime. Meanwhile, the thing he did is actually causing the most significant reform since 1978. But okay, but let's stick with that. Uh, and then finally, this is a very short quote. This is Dick Durbin, a Democrat from Illinois. He says, I'll be very candid with you. Efforts to rein in excessive activity by the government will continue unless or until there is some terrorist incident which strengthens the government's hand. So Dick Durbin, in a moment of fucking candor, is like, listen, you guys can have your privacy until the government gets an opportunity to take it back away from you. And it's going to be terrorism. They're going to use that as an excuse to restrict your freedom. So, okay, that's basically what I have going on uh, as far as quotes are concerned, as far as like kind of what's in place, what's not uh, been reformed, all that stuff. These, this is the polling data. Are you ready for this, uh, Andy? Yeah, man. A CNN ORC poll came out. 61% of Americans are for the renewal of these programs. Okay. After everything they know about it, or maybe don't know about it, after everything that Snowden said, everything that's been out there, 61% are like, yeah, we, we need to put these programs back in place. 36 are against it. The breakdown, Democrat, Republican, Independent, 73% of Republicans are for it. Mm-hmm. Not surprising. Mm-hmm. 63% of fucking Democrats are for it, which is ridiculous. 55% of Independents and only 48% of Liberals, but that's still almost half. So majorities of every stripe want to have their freedoms infringed right. by this program, even after it's been declared illegal like, I, that's why when we watched that clip of Snowden on John Oliver, yeah, I felt bad for him when they sh- and I, I said it like yeah, hurt me I to watch too. it because Americans are dumb, and this proves it. Like it kind of does. We yeah. deserve everything we get. Then fine. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't take it that far, but yes, to to a to an extent, yes. It's it's absolutely crazy. We're gonna wrap up with. Excuse me. We're going to wrap up with this. I have one more. It's a Fox News poll. Okay. 65% of people polled believe NSA surveillance prevented terrorist attacks. All right. Even though there's no, you can't prove that because it's all classified information. There's no way to know whether it prevented a terrorist attack or not. We're just going by the fact that there wasn't a terrorist attack. So we're just assuming that the programs are working, but that's a crazy assumption without any data. Right. 49 to 42%. This is the ratio. 49% to 42 say the program is more likely to catch terrorists than violate privacy, uh-huh. which is crazy because we know 100% it violates your privacy every day because they're collecting everybody's data. Sure. So that's half of the people think that it's more likely that terrorists are going to get caught, even though there's no proof of that, when there is 100% proof that there is a privacy problem there and they're just choosing to ignore that. Yeah. So there you go. Pretty fucking amazing the times we live in. I don't know, man. 
Well, like that, that stuff drives me crazy because what then what is the like what is the point then? I mean, other than people that are paying attention or, or, or journalists or whatever, citizens that care about but it. But who pays attention anymore? Nobody. But that's what I mean. Who is vindicating Edward Snowden then? Right. Like, he is not vindicated because these people, the majority of Americans, yeah, are wrong on the subject. They don't get what's happening. No. And they in don't. fact, they think it helps. I don't get it, man. I don't either. It, it really j- pisses me off. Yeah. It, it not not even like pisses me off. It just it almost just confuses me. Like I like I don't get it. Like how could you? And I get like a lot of people. And I think one of our biggest problems is a lot of people don't pay attention to this shit. No, they're more concerned with like what's going on with the Kardashians and all. And, I, and I'm not like making a blanket statement about that, but. No, but they're concerned with their Twitter and their like everyday lives. And oh, if it's not affecting with me, if it's not like essentially fucking with my day to day, which right. believe me, it will eventually, then then they're not concerned. Absolutely. Yeah. So what is so what do you do with that? You know, and, and it's it's a problem. It's a it's a generational thing. It's our issue. For yes. our generation, like it, people don't, they just don't pay attention to this shit. And I, granted, yeah, there are a lot of distractions out there, but like we need to pull, and I've said this again and again and again, we need to pull our heads out of our asses and realize that shit's not going to change unless we start doing something about it. Well, once again, I mean, darkness only exists because light isn't being shown on it. Exactly. If you can shine a light in the darkness, then, yeah, then they can't do the shit. That's exactly what Snowden did, and that's why change did happen. Yeah, it's a small change, but he's one guy. Look what he accomplished. Right. In a short period of time. You're right. I think um, it is a generational thing, and I think it's important that people fill their heads of course, have the slice of cake after dinner. But the cake is what the Kardashians are. The cake is not the whole meal. Yeah. The meal is the fucking... I mean, it's a stupid analogy, but you but, get what I'm saying. But yes, it's like absolutely. The, the extra shit is fine as long as you're coupling it with the real meal, you yes. know? Um, all right. Anyway, so that's like a wrap-up on, on that stuff. Um, obviously, we're going to stay on top of it. But I feel like we've kind of got to a point now where unless something bigger happens. We're sort of done with the NSA stuff for now, but yeah. obviously anything that comes up, we will be talking about. Um, all right. We're like 40 minutes in. What do you think we should do? I have this, like, uh, I, I I'm just, honestly, I'm distracted because I don't know where the fuck Joey is. I was going to say, dude, my head's like not in this at all. It, it's weird that he's not here. Um, not, it will not just because of that, but like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, who knows what the hell he's doing? I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I hope he just went home and he calls me from his house or something. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's like fucking with me a lot. Yeah, well, all right. Hey, okay, so what I was going to say was we have about 20... Try to keep it tight to an hour, like hour five today. Yeah. What, Joe? Are you going to say something? Um, I had a thing about uh, George W. Bush outpolling Barack Obama. Let's yeah. skip through that. Okay. Uh, we could save that for next week because that is something I want to get into, but I wanted Joey to be here, and it's just going to... Whatever, it's a whole different thing. Let's skip ahead. I have this video of S.E. Cup, like I mentioned before. This keeps it a little bit lighter, and it's a little fun. Yeah. Uh, it's her outrage of the week on CNN. Um, I think it's stupid. It's it, Again, I wanted to have a little more fun this week, be a little tighter, be a little lighter. Tighter and lighter. Maybe that's what we'll call the episode. Um, 
Anyway, so I figured this was a good thing that we could talk about because it's something we can like debate, I guess. But oh it's yeah, a, no titles from Joey either. There, we never get them anyway. That's They're just very, like you know, very no true. we out. Yeah, we yeah. know, yeah. Joey. My dick is never limp. That doesn't make any sense. I don't even know how he's doing that. No, I don't know either. Uh, anyway, so here's SC Cup. But to, at least we heard from him. Yes, uh, here's SC Cup's outrage of the week on CNN, and you know what i'm gonna go ahead and say this is my outrage of the week <laughs> listening to her be fake outraged about uh nonsense and then we can even talk about what she's talking about whether it's nonsense or not so here's yeah. se cup uh, with her outrage of the week on cnn se what's new? yeah well brooke this week a small city outside of sacramento california just became the first in the country to mandate that restaurants serving kids meals offer them only milk or water now, as ridiculous mandates go, this is one for the books. By a five to zero vote, the Davis City Council, in all their infinite wisdom, passed an ordinance that establishes. Well, oh, you did a little head tilt there. Why? Just her well, attitude generally. Her attitude, her glasses. She's mm-hmm. cute. And she is cute. I'm but sorry. You, but you're just feeding into exactly what John Stewart was talking about. You before. think she's cute? I mean, yeah, I think she's cute. It's fine. I mean, it, again, ladies, it doesn't she's matter. She's like a nerdier but... Christina Applegate. Okay, sure. Who's like shoots guns and goes like duck hunting and stuff. Oh, like my that. perfect but, woman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, okay, whatever. Let's continue. Essie Cup, please, yeah, you continue with your outrage. Fines for restaurants that instead offer kids soda or juice. Fines as much as $500. Now, I guarantee you no restaurant is getting fined any amount of money under this legislation. Like, no. For having soda on the kids' menu. They're not getting fined. Like, come on. Yeah, I know. Of course, crafty parents who know that they live in America are still. Ugh, I hate. The, uh, also, I hate the woman in the background. <laughs> yeah. Still allowed to ask for yeah. and purchase soda or juice. So, if you're thinking this law does ex- exactly precisely nothing and solves a whopping zero problems, you're right. Oh, but you're still outraged about it. That's weird. Yeah. So you are like Mitch McConnell. I, I get it. You're just going to talk about a problem that doesn't exist and be upset about it. Yeah. Fair enough. But that's not even the outrageous part. It's what is? Prior to voting, the city council asked for feedback from the community on the proposal. They received no emails, no calls, not one person attended a public meeting for it. Yeah, because maybe nobody gives a shit about yeah. it. Nobody cares. Yeah, they're not getting paid $100,000 a day yeah. to sit on CNN with your stupid glasses and talk about it. She sounds like somebody that just got broken up with. No emails, no calls. Uh, she's... She, she. This is what she does, though. I mean, she writes articles for the Post and different shit. That I, yeah. I say, so what's she upset about that? There's no sugary drinks on kids. Well, menus? this is America. You know, she's gonna get into what she's really. So that's about, what but... she, she, she would prefer that these drinks were offered. Yes. She thinks that it's bullshit for the government to ever get involved with a private business. I mean, it's just you know so out of bounds. Yeah. So it is truly chilling to think that an arbitrary restriction on what a private business can say to its customers <gasps> raises no red flags or piques anyone's interest in Davis. Now, laws like this are why people make fun of California, but they also prove... <laughs> what? Yeah, what? Yeah. Meanwhile, the chick on the left is like, oh, assy. Yeah. You're so, you're so silly. You're so in Davis's silly. case, that you get the government you deserve. Wait, what restaurant is this? Chipotle. <laughs> First of all, let's just settle one thing. Okay. The lady on the left is way hotter than S.E. Cups or whatever this lady is. I find the whatever. I mean, it's so funny that we started with the, the John Stewart thing and we're doing exactly what he's yeah. talking about. I mean, 
they're both, you know, they're they're pretty ladies. I mean, they're attractive ladies. They're well spoken. They know what they're talking about. But I disagree with it. I think it's silly. Yeah, it is. They're fine. I mean, whatever. All right. Now let, listen to this. Now she, the host tries to like, you know, go somewhere with this because it doesn't make any sense. But 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 here here's here's how I would counter that a little bit. And listen, you're the parent between the two of us, and I think it should be up to parents whether they want to have their kid drinking milk or honey or Coke, right? But honey. <laughs> Honey. Who the hell drinks honey? What out of a jar? What? What is your kid, Yogi Bear? That doesn't Winnie make any Pooh. sense. Winnie the Pooh. That would have been a better joke. Good call. Yeah, dummy. But when you look at this particular part in this one county in California, obesity rates for kids—it's like more than a quarter of the population, which is a lot. So shouldn't we give props just a little bit to the county and what they're doing? You know, kids need to grow up learning how to make choices, choices between right and wrong, choices between good foods and bad foods, and removing options doesn't teach kids how to make choices then i think again we should let kids smoke cigarettes i mean i don't think any there should be a legal drinking age like no. you're right kids do need to i mean it's a good point to an extent but it's obviously stupid that kids aren't going to learn how to make healthy choices because this one county in california doesn't have soda on the kids menu what are you talking about yeah to order an adult size coke yeah whatever like, she's just talking about nonsense but then yeah but then take it to that next extreme like okay then kids should just be smoking cigarettes at six if they want to yeah no that's not healthy for like you. the well, 40s this is america yeah G get me a pack of chesterfields let's do this all right let's wrap up here with se cup when you and i go to the supermarket brooke if the only options were spinach and whole grains well we'd all look and feel great but that's not real life <laughs> real life is having to choose between the Ice cheetos cream. Yeah, the ice cream <laughs> and the spinach. So. <laughs> Wait, where's the long one? You see, oh, no, 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 Joni, no, 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 no. <laughs> so, so I don't think this is teaching anyone a valuable lesson. I think it's making the Davis City Council feel very good about themselves for so doing nothing. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, because you point out, like, on the menu, you can, you can, if you're a parent, you can get your kids, you know, uh, a soda. So I imagine the parents who are buying the, the Sprites or the Coca-Colas for the kids are, like, hanging their heads low, right? In, in shame. In this, <laughs> right, in shame. Shamefully getting the sodas. Don't you think? Wouldn't you? Yeah, but isn't it up to a parent if they want to maybe reward their child once a week with a fruit juice at their local fast food <laughs> restaurant? And and shouldn't they have to do that without the shame from the, the cashier at, at McDonald's? Uh yeah, I guess. It's like, what are you talking about? Well, yeah, and like, and totally throw like McDonald's workers under the bus. Like making, she just made it seem like, being judged by somebody who works at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so fuck true. you lady. Uh, no, like, I know it, 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 that's just like such a pro. I wanted to play that. Cause that's like such a, a fucking prime example of what's on TV. Yeah. That's why people don't know what the fuck's going on and why they think that the NSA spying program stopped terrorism. Cause that's what they're listening to most of the time. Even if you are paying attention to what's on TV, that's what they're talking about. Yeah. Like, Oh, I totally agree with Essie. Like, they should be able to drink Sprite. Shut up. Yeah. These fucking nonsense stories. Um, all right. We're at like 50 minutes here. Uh, you mentioned that you might have had a couple of things that you wanted to get into. Do you still feel like getting into those things? Uh, what was it that we were talking about before the show? Uh, what was it? I feel like it had to do with Joey. Right? I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. You texted me this morning. Oh, because I want. I texted you this morning? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Hold on. 
Let's go back in the uh, in the logs. Because I have this one. I have the WikiLeaks. Oh, oh, I was um, this morning. I was watching a um, a document. You've heard about like Tent City, right? Maricopa yes. County. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was just watching. Pr- it's the prison, right? The, I had a friend go there. Did you really? Yeah, she went for uh, DUI. No what? way. Yeah, yeah. Holy and shit! And they make you wear these like weird pink. Like, yeah, you have to wear like all the uh, like the underwear and like the socks are pink. Like, and they interviewed like the warden who's been there since like 1992. That's Joe Arpaio, right? Or whatever. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. That piece of garbage. And he's like basically saying it to the camera, like, "Yeah, I, they're here for me to break them." Like I like I and it's 120 degrees because it's in Arizona. Right. It's 120 degrees outside. These guys go to the hole for like the slightest offense, and like there's no they're cons they're working seven days a week. Um, there's uh, uh they work in and some of the guys who worked in the kitchen talk about how they see roaches and stuff coming out of like the the slop vats that they yeah, basically yeah, yeah. serve from and then they go on to make this point where uh the dog food for like the the canine units they have there costs more than than the human meals and the guy and they go to the warden about it and he's like yeah costs about 25 50 cents to feed an inmate about a dollar to feed a dog the dog's not in prison um, well, I, and it's like it's like what the fuck are you talking about right. like these are human beings and it's and it's a mind you it's a fucking county jail <laughs> like right, like right. this is like where you could go for DUI or, or for like possession of marijuana right. and like there's there's no comforts violence is rampant it, it, like all over the place and it, it was it was just like and a lot of I feel like a lot of my viewpoints people would be like oh Andrew would probably be for that no dude like somebody has to like be a voice for these guys like to, to, and the guy's been again he's been the warden since ninety two yeah but it's like this is just like it's animalistic yes. like it, it is just it, it, I couldn't believe what I was hearing well what basically. does he think like that's the stupid mindset of a what are we what are we trying to accomplish with jail yes it's punishment that you're there yeah but what are we really trying to accomplish especially We're trying like saying, to reform them right because these are not people that murdered anyone no they're they're there for different offenses yeah go ahead yeah a majority of the people there are are, are there for really short periods of time i think it's yeah, like a like, two weeks thing uh, and it's more of a rehabil- rehabilitation and uh, Fucking that area is, you know, meth addicts and fucking crazy people who need to be broken at some point. And I get what he's trying to do. Yeah. Well, but there are, There's a the reason girl why I you're... know that went was yep. a great person. You know, she yeah. drove drunk. She fucked up. Right. You know what? Now she and she was she was texting me. Oh, I'm terrified. I'm going to fucking get jumped in. Like, there's no it's no order. You're going camping for a week. Right. But yeah. With with inmates. But that's my point. It's like, OK, so you're saying she's a good person. She's a friend of yours. She's probably got a good. Education. Well, you know she, what? That was probably a good experience for her in the end. She she turned her life around after that. Okay, she, she makes a mistake, but maybe you could use her as a better resource than just... Like, that worked for her. She went that, for, like, two weeks. Yeah, right, but, but if you're there for a couple of years... Yeah, years, I don't think anyone's going years. there for years. No, no absolutely, no, there are. There are really, there are people there, there for years? There absolutely are. Like, yeah. six months is, like... I don't know how she got two weeks, but, like... Six months was one of the shortest sentences, and like there was uh there was just a little instance of uh they were like um they were interviewing the warden like in the middle of all the tents, 
And uh, somebody like booed him. Somebody was just like, boo from behind. Because <laughs> yeah, he's a piece of garbage, of course. Of shit. And, um, and, and he turns around and he's like, who booed me? And he was like, and the guy fucking raises his hand and he's like, he's like, what's your name? And he's like, Samsonite. he's like, don't fucking. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. He was like, don't fucking worry. Not, he didn't even say fucking. He was like, don't worry about it. And there were two right. guards there and they were like, he was like, grab him up, put him in the hole. And he did. So that dude's and then they pan back to him and he's like, yeah, he's going to do 30 days in the hole because when you at when I ask you a question, you don't disrespect me. And it's like you're putting this guy in solitary confinement for 30 days, which the solitary confinement, believe it or not, is actually more, almost as violent as the tent city itself because the guards don't do anything to protect against the violence there. Like, it is just a madhouse. Yeah, it's shit like that really disturbs me, and I think it's... I don't think... Like, obviously, that's kind of a unique scenario where you have this one, like, Shawshank Redemption-type warden running this weird tent city, but... I think that that is a microcosm of a larger picture of incarceration in America for people that are doing nonviolent things, people that definitely like need help. You, you, you're put, of course there are bad people. That's like, you attempted to be like, ah, fuck them. Like, let, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but the vast majority of people that are in prisons don't deserve to be treated like that. And what, again, this is like the argument that we've had before on the show, like early on first couple episodes, we ended up talking about the death penalty a few times. It's like, all right, you know, I'm against it. I can understand where people are coming from with it for it, but like reform is what this has to be about. And these people are still people like, how are we trying to show people that murder is wrong by killing them? How are you trying to show people that whatever they did driving drunk or worse or whatever they're in jail for, like treating them like shit. Do you think when they get out of there, yeah, maybe a percentage of them, like Joe was talking about, like his friend is going to be reformed. A lot of them are going to be back in that prison or acting out then because of that. Or if they're in solitary confinement, they're going to have a mental yeah. problem. Because oh, of that, and, and for sure. And the warden goes into the fact of like, yeah, when I put them in the hole, it's a lot of them do go crazy yes. and act out. And like in. in they're still doing like the whole chain gang thing, and like that's right. your only way out of the hole for a couple of days. And like it is just, it's it's almost unfathomable to to think that nobody has stepped in to be like, look, you can't run this this way. Like this is out of control. It's yeah. like a goddamn concentration camp. And I know some people might take offense to that, but that's what it fucking is, dude. Mm. They, well, I mean, I just dis- I disagree with but, the but, exact but it's, characterization, it's, but, but yeah. it's so similar that it is it's terrifying. I mean, it's a maybe not a concentration, but right, but it's like a it's like a weird labor camp. This guy's got out in the middle of the the fucking desert. Does it work? Where I just found something online. They give out like fans with his face on it. What to oh. the to the inmates? Yeah, Jesus, it's bizarre. And it's a hundred and twenty. And the and the biggest thing is. Yeah, there's no air conditioning. They're not. No, they're in these tents. It's 120 degrees out and there's no and like they don't even give them like enough water for a person to survive that day. Like it is. It's astonishing to me. It is astonishing. And the thing is, like on top of it, all of that, like you just said, they don't give them enough water. It's burning hot. out. It's like. All right, they're being punished. They're being cruelly. They're torture. You're torturing You're people. You're torturing people. What? That's not. Ne- that is totally out of bounds. Like, yeah. And to allow this guy to run shit this way is just mental. But like we're talking about, 
people are still for the NSA thing. Like you were saying, why aren't people against this? Because they don't care. Yeah. And if they know, they go, well, he you know, probably deserves it, needs yeah. it. Like, shut up. No. You, and, you, and people to, are zeros. To your point before of um, of a lot of these guys, like Joe, Joe's friend is a, is a different example, but a lot yeah. of these guys are like in their 30s. They're in there for, you know, like drug dealing, uh, you know, small, like small time petty theft right. and stuff like that. Those guys are probably go not going to be reformed, especially after this experience. They're going to go right back to their life of crime, and probably, and and a lot of them who were interviewed uh, were like, basically, if we know we're committing a crime and we're going back to a life of crime, we're swinging for the fucking fences, yeah. not to come back to county jail, yeah, of course, not to come back to Maricopa County. I want to go to state prison where it's nice. Oh, that's an interesting. Multiple point, right? inmates said state prison where it's nice, <laughs> like that. Like right. you have to think about that. Like in the fact that they treat the dogs better than the inmate, like yeah. it is, it's unfathomable to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a crazy point, right? Like, yeah, we'd rather do longer stretches for doing worse crimes because the at least we're inside. Well, and then you think about that. Like, then, so these guys, like, are going to go out and, and if they're committing a crime, it's like, well, I might as well murder this dude, too. Right. Because then at least, like, I know I'm going away to state. Yeah. And I'm not doing five years at Maricopa County where I'm going to be treated, where I'm just going to be broken. Right. Well, and on top of that, it's like, I, I feel like there's a misconception that people, some people do crimes for fun. Most people are doing crime because of circumstance. Sure. I can't get a better job or, yeah, I could, but the amount of time and effort and blah, 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 like it's logical and like. A lot of people, it's maybe they're a little lazier, whatever. It's easier to do the easier thing. And the easier thing in a lot of bad circumstances is to commit a crime or sell drugs or whatever. Yeah, like it's that like easy score scenario where like somebody calls you, and this is a problem with a lot of inmates who get out of jail. Right. And a lot of reasons why they reoffend is because like one of their buddies calls them up and they're like, hey man, like we got this like one time, like you only have to do it once. We got a deal yeah. lined up. You can make a quick like 20K or whatever. Whatever it is, they get caught doing that, and then they're going back to jail. Right, and 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 of course, and that's logical. Like nobody can look at that and think like, "Well, I would never do that." Yeah, if yeah. you were in that circumstance, you probably would. You would. You would. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, wh- now, do you remember the name of this documentary? It was just on regular TV, or what was it on? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was um, just one of those like inside American jail. Oh, but it was Tent shows. City with yeah, RKO yeah, 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 shit like that. Okay, well, that's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, cool. I'm gonna have to try. It to check was that on out. Uh, National Geographic, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that was that's good. I like that. We're at a, we're just a little bit over an hour. Um. I have this WikiLeaks. It's like three minutes. We don't really even have to get into it, but should we just play it and we'll kind of like wrap up with that? Yeah, that's up to you. I I feel bad because we're pushing everybody back. But all right. You know what? No, you're right. We'll we're over an hour. That's week, fine. Yeah. I gotta fucking try to figure out where the hell Joey is. I honestly. know. I know. I'm worried about um, that. Um. So all right. W- do we have a song for the end of this episode, Andrew? We do. We're gonna go with uh, "Psycho Killer" by Talking Heads. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah, and uh, one little uh, plug for not our podcast, uh, WTF podcast. Uh, Mr. Kurt Metzger is on today. He uh, he does his show Race Wars here, and uh, I listened to the interview this morning. It was really great. Um, so check that out. And since we're uh, playing Talking Heads, I think about four episodes ago, uh, he interviewed David Byrne, 
who is obviously the founder, leader, lead singer of Talking Heads. That was a great episode, too. So uh, check both of those out if that interests you. And uh, let's close it up. Uh, very good. Yeah, it's great. Definitely check out Kurt on there. I'm sure that's good. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm I'm yeah. definitely going to listen to it later. Um, all right, guys. Listen, I don't know where Joey is. I'm sure he's fine. We will... Why don't you tweet him and see what the hell's going yeah. on? Uh, he's at Joey from Jersey, Jersey with a Z. Uh, my Twitter account is at Mansamp, M-A-N-S-A-M-P. Andrew's at A underscore Lozy, L-O-Z-Z-I. Guys, SoundCloud.com slash Mandatory Samson. The subscriptions are going way up. We love it. It's awesome. We're so happy with the growth of the show. Please go on there. You can follow us so you can hear all the episodes when they come out. You'll know. You can leave comments on the SoundCloud. I love to comment to them. Yep. Uh, comment back to you guys when you leave comments. Uh, you can go to dailymotion.com slash standupnewyorklabs. You can watch this show live when it comes out. You can watch all the other shows and we're airing from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can watch all the old, uh, you know, past episodes, watch clips, things like that. That's really cool. If you'd like to email us. Uh, oh, you know what? Hold on. I actually wanted to... Uh, Oh, God, I interrupted the flow so badly. We did get the email from Jessica about McDonald's. That was what she was emailing about. She Should was, we save it for next week? Yeah, we're going to save here? it for next oh, okay, week. So, yeah. I, Jessica, if you're listening, yeah. we didn't forget about you. I love that you sent in this email, and I, I definitely want to attack Joey with it, but he's not here, so yeah. next week we'll save it. So, again, if you want to be like Jessica, mandatorysamson at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us. I answer all the emails. We always see them. Yep. And uh, we really appreciate that. Also, I'm on Snapchat. Andy's on Instagram. It's all the same shit all over the place. So. Yeah, same on every platform. So you can find us on Mansamp basically everywhere. Little Joe Harari, God bless you. Did a nice job setting up the soundboard. We appreciate it. Thank you for your contributions today. Thank you very much, Chris. Yeah, Andy. Of course. Very formal. Very, very strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, remember, guys, if you're hungry, you might want to stop by. A, Chipotle. Yep, Chipotle. And... Um, Thank you so much for listening. We're going to end with the Talking Heads. What's the song? Psycho Killer. Psycho Killer. And uh, basically... No, we out.